This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our preview series. Looking ahead to the next Arsenal fixture, of course, which is against Manchester United tomorrow in North London. A massive, massive game in which Arsenal can effectively probably rule out Man United from the top four race with a win. And I mean, prior to the Chelsea game, not many people had too much hope going into the next two fixtures. But after that massive Chelsea victory... The, the mood around the club is significantly better for most. So it's really positive to be going into this game, knowing we've got a striker that can score goals, of course. Whoever doubted Eddie and Ketia? I'm sure none of my guests did today. Speaking of which, let's bring them in. First of all, it's King. How you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm looking forward to this stream and looking forward for the game as well. It's going to be nice to smash them United. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to work out how you're managing to speak to me with your microphone on the side of your head. I don't know how you've done that. That's incredible. No, I have another microphone. Oh, okay. It really spun me out for a second. I was trying to work out where it was coming from. Good to have the show, mate, as always. Also joined by Vinny, who broke his duck in regards to TC Hugs yesterday. It was a pleasure to see you and meet you for the first time, mate. And uh, I'm sure it won't be the last. Yeah, definitely. It was wicked last night coming along for the live shows. It was really good. I recommend watching if people haven't watched already on the Hybrid Squad and on Lee Judge's channel. But yeah, no, it was great seeing you in person, mate. And hello, everyone. Absolutely. Uh, welcome, everybody, joining us, of course, in the chat box. Hope you're doing good and well. Speaking of people that we know are always well, it's Ojo joining us as well. How you doing, mate? You all right? You good? You well? Hey, Tom. How are you? Very good, thank you. Yourself, how are we? I'm good. I'm good. And King, all hail. How are you 
Nice to know Jim Carrey has joined us for the promotional tour of Sonic 2. <laughs> that's pretty good, to be fair. That's that's pretty darn good. Oh, oh, Vinny, I'd take that if I was you. If you've not seen Jim Carrey in Sonic yet, you need to go and have a look at him because it's, uh, it's a pretty good spot on likeness, to be fair. Um, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever happen to be in the world and listening to us. Of course, you've joined us for our preview show looking ahead to tomorrow's game against Manchester United. King, I mean, coming off the back of the Chelsea game, it's a difficult one to predict because obviously Chelsea, you know, came out of the blocks at us and we really exploited the space in behind. I'm not really expecting Man United to play as kind of protagonistically, I suppose, as, as Chelsea did on Wednesday. I'm actually kind of thinking they're going to be more wary and allow Arsenal maybe to be more dominant in possession, which is what we've struggled with against sides like Brighton and Southampton. How different of a fixture do you see it as? I think it will be very different because I think we're going to play a United side that lack confidence but has a lot to prove. And I think we're going to see an Arsenal side that are more confident but obviously both teams has a lot to play for. Both teams wants to get that fourth spot. So I think it's going to be an intense game with lots of nerves but I feel like we got this. Yeah, I hope we do. I really hope we do. I mean, there's some interesting news regarding their their team. They're without Vinny, plenty of first-team players. Uh, Luke Shaw's not going to be around. Rafa Varane's not there. Paul Pogba's not there. Harry Maguire is said, of course, maybe not to be starting because of the situation with the bomb threat at his home. Um, and, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo, we are unsure about his situation currently. And, and still, as we mentioned the other day, our thoughts are certainly with him at what is a very difficult time. But it could be a, a, a fairly weak Manchester United team, Vinny. Does that play into this in any way? Or, you know, do you think we'll just approach it in any way we would have done if their full-strength team was available? First of all, obviously, thoughts with Ronaldo. That's horrible what he's going through. And although he's always played for the scum, I admire him as a player and a man. So I really feel for him at the moment. That's horrible what he's going through. But, hmm, I'm, I'm a bit worried. Normally, when we play a team that are struggling and out of form, they seem to turn up against us. And in the past, when they've had a weaker team, they've done a job against us. But it just depends which team turn up. If 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 we turn up and we really go at them, I, I think we can beat them. But it just depends what team turns up. Mm. And we can't just be passing the ball round and round and round and round the box. We need to get the ball in the box. And I think if we've got Eddie up front, we need to play to his strengths, which is a poacher, and put the hammer the ball in along the line and see if he can get on the end of it. Just uh, to correct some stuff, as the chat box is pointing out, and I've just done a quick check on it as well, Ralph Ranyuk confirmed that Scott McTominay, Rafa Varane and Ronaldo will all be available for the trip tomorrow. So we can expect all of them to be there. I mean, Ojo, when we went to Old Trafford, we have a we have a situation where Arsenal find themselves as the resuscitators, as I like to call them. And, you know, Ronaldo was struggling at the start of the year. He was scoring a few goals, but we allowed him a hat-trick. And we've allowed players like Bruno Fernandes to, to come back to life. We've allowed teams like Brighton to come back to life. Southampton too, of course. Do you expect us to do that again with, with that, uh, kind of all of the Manchester United side because they've been so poor of late? But there has been a, some bit of good news in their camp, right? I think they're all happy that they're getting the Dutch Sean Dyche coming in next season as their coach. But uh, what I think is they are in a pretty good you know, mood right now. Everybody's happy that, uh, what's his name? What's the name of the Ajax? I forgot Who? his name. Uh, no, we can only remember Ralph. 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 Yeah, no, Ralph. No, no, Ralph. No, no, the, the Ajax coach. 
Oh, Eric Ten Hag. Uh, yeah, Ten Hag is coming, and I I think that is slightly rejuvenated the camp. Now now you can finally start seeing all the Man United fans now coming out of their caves. You know now they're like, okay, forget the season. Next season we are we are we are back on the stage. But this is the opportunity that Arsenal should take and go Will Smith this. You know, get up on stage and slap them down. This is what we need to do next game. I think it's a game where we can't take for granted, you know, how much quality they still have. Like, despite the fact that we laugh at them being poor and not as good as, as we know that they, they could be in, in, you know, past times and maybe even what they might be in the future with their appointment. We'll see how Eric Ten Hag goes. I've got my own doubts, as I explained on the show yesterday. But they're a side that can always cause us issues. And, you know, they've got a decent record coming to the Emirates as well. Not so much recently, um, but Jesse Lingard being back there now, he's got a very good record at the Emirates rather annoyingly. And we've, as I've said before, resuscitated with careers uh, at Manchester United. Alexis Sanchez, of course, we allowed to get a rare Man United goal. King, what do you think the biggest strength that we have is going into the game? Uh, I think the biggest strength that we have is uh, our young players. Definitely, Bukayo Saka, Spitro, Odegaard, they've shown so much quality this season. They've shown that they can really play at the highest level and they've shown that they can turn up in big games. I think all of them have at least scored against two top six teams. So I don't know if United counts as the top six teams anymore, but they can definitely hurt them. And I think they are our biggest threat going into that game. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to the striking position, Vinny, you know, before Chelsea, we were really worried about where we were going to get goals. But our saviour uh, <laughs> has come through in Eddie Nketiah. Do you think he'll start again? I mean, is there any excuse not to start him after that? And do you expect him to be continuing that form? Or do you think there's a, a risk that it maybe was a one-off? He has to start. Like, be- before the last game, I put in the Discord just before, I was like, bloody hell, he's gone with... Eddie again over Martinelli. How can he be doing this? But Eddie came out and he surprised us in that game, and he was brilliant. He was he ran his ass off the whole game and worked really hard, and he got his goals well deserved. But he has to start for me, and like King's been a big promoter of Eddie and wanting Eddie to play. And before go back a couple of months ago at the start of the season, I wanted Eddie to be given a chance as well, and then I sort of gave up on him. But this is his chance. This is his chance. He's getting a run of games in the first team in the Premier League. He scored two in the last game, so he's going to have confidence. He needs to go out there now and prove that he's good enough to play at this level. Because if he if he plays well, he'll earn a contract. And he, I think he will sign if he plays well and he feels that he has a future at the club. But if he struggles in the next couple of games he's going to drop down a level and getting back up to that top level again is incredibly mm. difficult. So it's massively career-defining games for Eddie. But I, I believe you give him chances, he can score. But we've just got to get the ball into him. 24 pressures he had against Chelsea, which when you consider Jonathan David is a player who's up there with the highest amount of pressures per like, per 90 in the world, he's 89th percentile for pressures per game and he averages about 18.9 pressures. So you consider how high that is for the 89th percentile when Eddie's putting in 24 in one game. That shows you the energy that he kind of brought yeah. to the team. Ojo, I'm oh, sorry, go on Vinny. Keep I was going to say, my only worry with him is holding the ball up. Mm, yeah. he, he seems quite weak. You play the ball into him, him being able to win the ball or hold the ball up and hold the defenders off. 
that's my only worry with him. So United and Spurs, he suits, but maybe Leeds, Newcastle, you'd maybe switch him for Lacazette, possibly? I, I, I don't know. I, th I think you've got to go with Eddie. You've got to mm. go with Eddie until he, he proves us wrong. And if he if he plays well in the next game, you've got to keep playing him regardless. Striking is all about confidence. And if you get on a run, you can get some goals together and he could be the one who delivers us Champions League. Wow, that's uh, who'd have said that six months ago that right. Eddie and Ketty are delivering us to the Champions League. Unbelievable. Ojo, the other big call in midfield was El Nenny against Chelsea, and he had a fantastic game as we've come to expect El Nenny to do against big sides. We, you know, we saw it at Old Trafford last season where him and Partey absolutely bossed the midfield. Do you keep him for this game, or are you tempted to bring Lukonga back into things? No, I would, I would keep uh, uh, El Nenny in the squad, but I very rarely disagree with King. The man always speaks facts. Look at where his mic is. It's speaking directly from his brain. But uh, the, point, <laughs> the point being, I think we should not play Eddie and Katie in this game. I think we should rather go for Martinelli. Because look at the defense. When he, when he said the biggest advantage we have is our young players. Actually, the biggest advantage we will have this game is when Captain Maguire starts in the defense. With him and uh, injured Varane coming back into the side. I think if you put extreme pace like Martelli to go and press them. I don't think Varane can last the 90 minutes and Maguire is bound to make a mistake. So I think that's how we should do. Um, I see a lot of people in the chat box are pointing us in the direction of uh, the Gabriel Jesus news. What I would say is that the source of where the information is coming from is that is that's what I would say. So just just chill. Don't, you don't need to explode about Gabriel Jesus at the moment. The uh, the source is not wildly credible at the moment. Um, we're going to move to the lineups and we're going to go through them. Vinny, I think we start with yours first. Talk us through your team, mate. Cool. So a big one for me is if we get Tommy Asu back. If, if if Tommy Asu isn't back, I would move White back to right back and put Holden in the centre. But Tommy Asu is huge for me. He just makes our defence a lot more solid. Um, and although Holden defended well last game, his distribution at times was terrible and he played us into trouble quite a few times. But that that would be my back four. I am denied about where to actually at left-backs. He's played there before and put in Cedric at right-back because Tavares, for me, just cannot defend for Toffee. Um, mm. But... He got two assists in the last game going forward, even though he didn't look that effective going forward. But yeah, that that would be my back four. And if we can get Tommy Asu back, I think that would be huge for us for the rest of the season. Um, Alneni in again. I think he was solid last game. Lukonga hasn't really impressed me since he's come back. And I'd rather Alneni be in there and just be a steady, a steady player who just breaks up play and moves the ball simply. Jack Aldinho needs to play after his amazing run last game. Megan, a player, taking them all on, showing the skills that he holds back because he doesn't want to embarrass centre mids all over the Premier League. Odegaard, obviously, in in behind Saka and Smith-Rowe and Enketia because he's just class. He just dictates the way we play and runs the game. One thing I'll, I'll say about Xhaka Again, this year, he's been our most important central midfielder because Party's injured yet again. And I think it's important when we go into next season that we keep hold of Xhaka because there's going to be times when Party doesn't play 
and our new, hopefully, new central midfielder who's going to be an upgrade on Jack that doesn't play. And we need someone solid and steady to pick him when he's not there. Um, on the wing, Saka and Smith-Rowe. Smith-Rowe was insane last game. If he scored that chance, which just went wide, that would have been one of the goals of the season. It was incredible mm-hmm. footwork from him and so unlucky just putting it wide. And his finish for the goal was just incredible as well. Just so footed it. It just glided into the bottom corner. He hit it so sweetly. And Saka, every team triples up on him for a reason. And it's because he's unbelievable. And I think it's a pity we don't have like Tierney playing because with the amount of top players that gang up on Zach on Saka, if we could switch the play and have a threat down the left, we could rip teams apart. But at the moment, sadly, we've only got key players in certain areas, so they are able to expand players over there and not worry about us attacking down the left. And then Eddie up top, I think you've got to go with Eddie. If he, sc- he scored two goals against Chelsea, I think dropping him would just be criminal, really. Mm. Speaking of uh, criminal, uh, we'll come on to Ojo's in a second. King, we'll start with yours first, though. Talk there was no need to mention me. You <laughs> just go on to King. Vinny's <laughs> <laughs> the one that said it's criminal to drop and get you. You'll have your turn. You can explain it in a second. King, go for your team, mate. I mean, for me, uh, I believe in uh, when players do well, uh, you reward them to start. And that's why I've only changed one player, and that's Rob Holding, because I saw Rob Holding was having cramp. And I mm. think the sooner we can get Tomiyasu back into the team, the better it is for us. I know it's a 3-4-3, but really it attack Saka and Nuno so offensive. So it's more like our normal formation. It's more like when we defend. We just you pick the same a... exact lineup as, as Vinny. It's just a different shape. Is, is what it is, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think it's important, you know, Enketia, he scored two goals, he looked lively, he's confident. I think it would send the wrong signals to put him on the bench. And also, we need a threat for the whole 90 minutes. So someone like a Martinelli can come in early second half, someone like Pepe, who has a good record against Man United, and, uh, and Luke Shaw, who's been very influential when we played them, they can come in in second half and give them problems. Because we know that United struggle in defence. We know that Maguire's had an awful season. Shaw's had a bad season. Moran's been up and down. They don't really have any good number six. So mm. I think if we want to win, it's in the attack. We're going to beat them. Lovely stuff. Okay, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. It's Ojo's attempt to explain what is arguably blasphemy. So go on, <laughs> have your best no, shot I've, at it. I've, I've chosen this team because uh, this is the team that's going to win, actually. You can flush the other two teams out because uh, you people think Eddie and Ketia just because he scored two goals against Chelsea is, is the second coming of uh, Robin Van Persie. <laughs> but it's not true. <laughs> I don't think anyone's saying that. It, 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 is, it is not true. So I, I, I built this team looking at what United are useless at, and I, I don't think their attack is any good. Maybe they bring back Ronaldo, but he's not going to run past our defense. So holding can manage Ilanga and Sa- uh, Sancho on the flanks. Gabriel and White can manage them. And they, the weakest part of the team is actually their. Uh, midfield and their best midfielder this season actually has been passed a friend and uh, he has a prayer meeting to attend to so he is not coming tomorrow so I think if we flood the midfield with Jaka and Neni Odegaard and Saka 
and we have Martinelli running up front and Smithrow making his runs. I, I think we'll have too much for them. The the only weakness I see in our team, in all three teams, is that we are Arsenal. So there's a very good possibility that we might mess this up for ourselves. But uh, any yeah. other team that we can put up, we, we should see a good result. So I'm loving that the chat box are coming up for new nicknames for you now, which is Oh No Joe, <laughs> which that's great. But no, Oh Joe, what, why, what is it about the Enketia thing? Because he scored twice against Chelsea with an energetic performance, was great. Martinelli came off the bench, and I thought were a really good sub by Arteta. It was a perfect kind of setup for Martinelli to come on. But Martinelli has not really been able to influence the games against Brighton and Southampton, etc. So. Why not stick in with Eddie, who said in that interview, you know, he's, he needs a run of games to really show us what he's capable of doing. Why interrupt it? True, but um, the way United are going to play, they're going to press up against our solo striker. If it's Eddie, it's either Varane or Maguire who try to come and hug him. And I don't actually see Eddie making those runs past their defence. He comes down, he tries to link up play, which is all well and good. But I somehow I am not convinced of his, uh, you know, effectiveness in games like this. He, he did a fantastic job against Chelsea. We can't take anything away from that. But uh, we, has, we have seen Eddie and Ketia for so long. This is not a new player coming up from the youth academy. <laughs> this, we know what he can do in most games. So I would rather bring him in towards the end of the game because when we are lumping crosses into the box, he's a fox in the box. But when we are when the way we play, I would rather have Smith Rowe and Martinelli just run at their defence. Fair enough, mate. Uh, can I ask Jojo something? Of course you can, Vinny. Jojo, before the before we started, you told us you wore your Black Panther necklace in honour of the Ghanaian warrior destroying the scum um, this week. And then you go and drop him from your team. Yeah, What's the king needs about? some rest. Wing. You know, he, has, he has to go back, take care of the subjects. Right? He doesn't have to take part of every battle. Sometimes, you know, he should calm himself and wait for the call. You, you know, you do. he does this, right? Wait for the call. Sometimes the signal is not great. You have to wait for the connection to come through. But do you know what's really, really interesting? And I think Tom mentioned it in the beginning was how impressive Eddie Nketiah is at pressing. And if we know someone who's not press resistant is Harry Maguire. So for me, it's like... Just play him, let him press them. They're not very good at playing at the back. David De Gea is not very good at playing at the back. I think this could be a very good game for... Uh, True, but Onjo, let me interrupt you. If, <laughs> you know who's better at pressing What is Onjo? That's not, that's not even the right... Surely it was Oh No Joe. Like, yeah. He speaks from his brain, but his keyboard is disconnected. That's the <laughs> Okay, the, the the better presser in our team is Martinelli. If you're going by someone who's going to press Harry Maguire, I'd rather have Martinelli run up against him than Eddie. I think he's Maguire. I don't think starting tomorrow. Ironically, I think he's going to be on the bench. Why not? The sounds, he's think. the uh, captain, Tom. We should. Yeah, but because of the the bomb scare they had earlier this week, apparently. Oh yeah, oh, that, that's that terrible. true. Back See, that is actually very terrible news. I, I, no mm. player should go through that. But what is he going to do at home? He can't defend anybody there. It's better no, for him to show I up. I think he's going to be on the bench. I think I think that's where they... That's the reports that are coming out at the moment is that he's he's going to be on the bench. So, But that might not happen. It's just it's just the rumours that are coming out at the moment that he's, he's going to be on the bench. But even if he doesn't, Victor, Lindor, Victor Lindelof isn't exactly a press-resistant centre-back yeah. either. Exactly. So I think, that, I think the point that... 
that the guys are making there about the pressing is is important. You know, the, the fact that Eddie and Ketia can give that give us the energy in the forward line. The twenty four pressures against Chelsea was great. At the end of the day, we just need to see a performance that's dominant. We need to really put Manchester United away. We we don't want to go going into half time at nil nil and worrying about where it's going. We have to win it. Like there is absolutely no question about this game is that we have to to absolutely win it. Um, I've somehow managed to miss my 11, so we'll quickly go through that and then oh, we'll yeah. jump through to uh, predictions. <laughs> just <laughs> forgot I existed. Um, I've gone for the exact same team uh, as you, King. Um, everything here is the same. It's the same as, as Vinny's as well, just slightly different shape. Uh, Tommy Ass, I, we've not yet seen Tommy Asso. You kind of play that right centre-back of a back three. It's something that I've wanted to see because he is, by trade, a centre-back when he arrived more so than he is a right-back in my view and I think that he fits that role of a right-sided centre-back in a three absolutely perfectly I was debating about who I would even put at right centre-back because I feel that Tommy Asu could also play in the middle of that three with White also playing on the right-hand side so I feel that's a real point of contention arguably it's all right Vinny you look like there's, you're, you're... there's an issue of your team on the right-hand side what have I done Oh, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> how have I, how have I duplicated Saka? I like no, Saka so much. Good, I wouldn't mind it. What have I done wrong? Like, who is it I was it's, thinking of? Why am I... Struck? It's Erdegaard. It's Erdegaard. How have I managed to clone? I've managed to clone Saka into two positions. There you go. Yeah, lovely stuff. Um, yeah, clone Saka, as you put out in the chat box. He's that good. He acts as two players on the pitch. Thanks for putting that out, guys. I don't think we've done a preview show where I haven't messed up at least someone's lineup in some way, shape, or form. We've got to continue this theme. It's just part of the process by this point. But yeah, it, I think the team picks itself, to be honest. I, I think you'd have to be an absolute madman to drop in Ketia, not naming any names. So uh, yeah, it, absolutely. You know what madness is? It's just another form of genius. Is it? Yeah, of course. Of course, of course. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's jump to the predictions. Chat box, get those predictions in, and we'll be going through plenty of those before we wrap up. King will start. Oh, sorry. Oh no, Joe. We'll start with you. Tell us your scoreline and scorers, please, mate. Yes. So I think we're gonna win, and I think it's gonna be a three-one win. I think we're gonna score goals, but I think we're gonna concede one. I reckon uh, it would be typical for Ronaldo to score. He seems to always score against us, even at 37 years old. He seems to find the net against Arsenal. Fair enough. Vinny? Uh, I'm going to go 2-1. Um, the same. I think I think they will score and it will be Ronaldo, sadly. Um, but Saka and Smith-Rowe to get us our goals. Lovely stuff. And Ojo and Ketty a hat trick? Is, is that what you're going for off the bench? <laughs> no, going by my uh, new tradition of not making predictions. I think like, if we are going to feast in this game, oh, no. the end of the score would be like one mutton biryani versus uh, a broken papada. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, he talks in riddles. I never understand it. it, is what it I, I Sometimes I'm, when I dip into the Discord server and I see a conversation where Ojo's been going back and forth, I'm just like, <laughs> so confused. Anyway, if, if you, you watch like... a Nigerian movie, you'll understand why he talks in riddles. You'll have to send me some recommendations because I can't see, say I'm well point. versed don't, in it, to be honest. Keep <laughs> my nation's name out of your mouth. <laughs> I understand the reference now. Okay, right. Uh, let's bring through uh, predictions from the chat box as well. Uh, Jared going for a 2-0 uh, 
Uh, Arsenal uh, to get the win with Eddie and Saka scoring. MR reaction going 8-2 Arsenal, Mads. Can you imagine if we managed to turn that one around and get that vindication? Matt Thornton says 3-1 Arsenal. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Love that. Craig going for a 3-1 win as well. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Russ says I'm some kind of mad scientist. And when you, when you manage to bring three people together on a show like this together, possibly I might be. Um, Omar going for a 3-1 Arsenal win. Very confident. But then again... Could come back to bite me. Uh, Tulip going for a 4-1 win. Steve going for a 2-1. Eddie and Saka to score. William going 3-0. Answer going 3-1. Social going 3-0. Arsenal. 360 David going 7-2 to the Arsenal. Thibaut going 4-2 again. William going 3-0. Erdegaard scores tomorrow. Matt G's going for a 2-1. Eddie and Smith Road to get on the score sheet. Trevor's going 2-1 to the Arsenal. Uh, SJ is asking if we actually can clone Saka. That would be quite great for the team if we were able to do that, of course. Vishal is going for a 3-2 to the Arsenal for Ronaldo and Sancho. Uh, and then Saka, Odegaard and Lacazette for Arsenal. Iron Cub going for 4-0. HZY going for... I suppose it's Hazy or Hazy. Harry, maybe? <laughs> Says 4-0 to the Arsenal. Greg going for a 3-1. And Nav going for a 2-1 Arsenal. And finally, Moss with a 2-0 Eddie and Saka prediction as well. And Alvaro's got a 2-1 scoreline there too. But Zed Blogger ending up on a negative. Wake up, guys. 2-2. Oh, I can't get that positivity right through to the end. King, thank you so much, mate, for coming on the show. Tell people where they can find you, mate. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a great show, as always, you know. It's always a pleasure to be here. And uh, you can find me on the Discord for a couple of more days. And then you can find me on Sfeetly TV as well. Brilliant stuff. Uh, honestly, King, I mean, whilst we've got you here, you've been a, a great member of the community. I won't go into the details of, of what's going on because it's personal to you. But we really appreciate everything you've done coming on the channel so often, speaking so brilliantly. And, uh, and we hope to welcome you back very soon, mate. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. That warms my heart, honestly. Uh, you know how much I rate you and the channel and everybody in the Discord as well. You guys have been like a family to me and I appreciate every minute of it. We look forward to welcoming you back, mate. We really do. Vinny, thank you so much, mate, for coming on the show. As always, it was a pleasure, as I said already, to see you yesterday. And uh, yeah, tell people where they can find you. Yeah, it was great seeing you yesterday and Lewis as well, if he's watching. What a legend. Um, but what a show. you got the king and his jester on the show as well. It, it was great. And I, I echo what you said, Tom. King, I miss you, mate. We keep in touch anyway. Really good lad. Absolute superstar. But if Omar's confident ahead of tomorrow, I'm even more confident now. So come on, Arsenal. And come on, Eddie. Absolutely. And Ojo, finally, Mr. Riddles, I appreciate all of your words. I really do. I know I'll give you a stick, but I appreciate your company as always, mate. Tell people where they can find you. Other than uh, Wakanda, if... obviously, with the Black Panther necklace. Wakanda does not exist. I don't know why I bother. I really don't know why I bother. Yeah, I don't know why do true. I try. I shouldn't like try. Santa Claus, when he seems uh. to believe in. Okay, he, he, he's so happy that we won. He's, he thinks it's Christmas. When he go change, it's, it's summer right now. Okay, and uh, secondly, you know, we have a wonderful Discord. Thank you, Tom, for setting it up. And uh, guys, if you're not in the Discord, please jump into the Discord. Especially Thomas promised that half the proceeds of joining the Discord uh, is going to go into the Ojo PS5 Foundation, where they going to supply one lucky Ojo with a PlayStation 5 suit. So guys, jump in and uh, more importantly, you know, I think there is news of fourth wave of COVID coming. You know, I think everyone watching the video in the chat, everyone in the Discord, take care of your physical health and also your mental health. 
you know, because without health, you're just mental and nobody wants that. So, yeah. There you go. Oh, you should do, you know, speeches, mate. It's, uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, maybe I should become a philosopher. Yeah, maybe so. Ojo the Philosopher. Oh, first edition, Oh No Joe, comes out next year. Look forward to that dropping into shelves in a Waterstones near you. Um, thank you so much, Chatbox, for joining us. Uh, there's a lot of love for you, King, and the Chatbox as well that you're receiving too. Uh, really appreciate it. You guys it. are wonderful. I uh, really appreciate it, guys. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure you'll see King back on the channel again uh, as soon as feasibly possible. And uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. I'm going to try and get a, uh, a show out for you guys at 8 a.m. on match day because I didn't bring you one yesterday. So try and make that up with one tomorrow morning. Uh, there won't be a live reaction on the whistle because I'm covering the game for the blog for Football London tomorrow. So the, uh, the show will be around 4.35 o'clock tomorrow to react to the Manchester United game. So make sure you tune in around five o'clock for that. See you very soon, guys. And as always, up the Arsenal. Oh, I didn't do my prediction, did I? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a 3-0 Arsenal. There we go. Lovely stuff. See you, guys. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.